The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Heading to the land that now is ruled by a king, King Charles III. Russell Hargraves joins us this morning. Morning, Russell. Yeah, looking forward to, of course, that coronation next year. That's going to be very, very special after uh, some sad, Brian, but very, very special events, obviously, here in London yesterday, which I know that you guys were pretty much as interested in and and I'm sure Mm. as moved about as we were. The cortege, apparently, went right by your house. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, having left Westminster Abbey and then done this little kind of tour around central London as it continued its way down to Windsor Castle for, of course, the actual burial alongside the late Queen Elizabeth's husband, Prince Philip. Um, yeah, it came down the A4 road, which I'm sure quite a few of our listeners will know, which takes you down, out to kind of um, to the western suburbs and then beyond down to the likes of Windsor. And yeah, in Chiswick, we were pretty close. So I uh, took the wife and the kids and we walked up and we were among many, many people, I can tell lining the A4 around our neck of the woods and that was replicated all the way through London and even when you get out into the countryside there was still a fair few people lining all those roads right down to Windsor, huge crowds there and as we know huge crowds in central London as well, most people though obviously as we were for the rest of the day watching on TV 28 million viewers watching the Queen's funeral, that's been published in the last couple of hours and that doesn't even include those watching on big screens of course or those watching it as an internet stream as well that's literally just through your tv so it's right up there with one of the most watched things in british history which is uh, really nice to see and again just goes to show you know the respect the love that was held for this woman and everybody just so keen to pay their last respects so absolutely great and i thought personally you know a very somber affair clearly a big state affair but uh, a very tastefully and uh, and and, you know well done one with great dignity Absolutely. The land of pomp and ceremony, you do it so well. Well, the period of national mourning is now over. I know the royal family are mourning. So we can turn our attention back to, you know, you you actually had a new prime minister, but the the attention was taken away from Liz Truss, who's now in New York. Um, So she's got a big job on her hand to solve the cost of living, hasn't she? Mate, you're absolutely right. So obviously in any other circumstance, the fact that Boris finally went, that Liz Truss beat Rishi Sunak in a pretty controversial and at times pretty bloody battle to be the new Conservative Party leader and therefore the new Prime Minister of this country, that would have been front page news day in, day out, day in, day out. And it's actually already now reassuming that probably from tomorrow morning in the papers, as much as we've loved and will always remember Her Majesty and as you say, move on to the Charles era, the big issue now that that has all kind of passed is where do we go? And Liz Truss, really controversially, uh, isn't the kind of person that necessarily wants to put huge amounts of state money toward necessarily helping those in need, or she will, but doing it from a different route to normal. She wants basically to grow the economy by letting the city of London really, really thrive, and by basically saying particularly that all bankers' bonuses that were frozen, that were cut after the financial crash all those years ago, she's happy to basically have a free market economy and let bankers own whatever they want, no bonus blocks and just let the whole thing balloon and grow and what's controversially called the trickle down effect, if you've got a booming economy there business wise then that will generate the money to help everybody else to put it mildly, that's controversial, it may have worked in the past, it certainly hasn't worked for at least the last decade, the Labour Party here tearing in already and that's one of the few things that she's planning and as you rightly say she's met Joe Biden, the US President he is the absolute antithesis of that and not directly to Liz Truss 
podcast, but tweeted basically the exact opposite thing himself today about what he thinks should be done to cure the world's woes in similar regard. Uh, she's also met Emmanuel Macron, the French president out there, who she's already slagged off a couple of times and said she's not sure if he's our ally or not. Then she got the job. She's had to look him in the eye and try and smooth over one of about three or four problems we've got with France, which is a whole different story for another day. Yeah. Busy old day oh. today, and people really are starting now, to, starting now to properly focus on this and look at it and say, is this the right woman? I'll be honest with you, I fear not. But if she is, how on earth will this work and what do we do? So, uh, yeah, mate, that is a very, very good story to highlight. Absolutely. All right, let's talk about sport. England's cricketers have begun their very historic T20 tour of Pakistan with a win. Yes, 17 years since England last went to Pakistan wow. in any form. As we know, there was the whole awful Sri Lankan team bus explosion, wasn't there? And yeah. so many other security fears. And a couple of years ago, you guys nearly went and we nearly went and both pulled out because of intelligence and security fears very close to those two series. So to be back is great. T20s for now. We also head there for tests in December. So this is the first of a couple of big trips back to Pakistan and to actually play there rather than the UAE. So yeah, in Karachi, the first T20, and with Josh Butler injured, uh, really nice to have Moen Ali as the England captain. His family historically hails from Pakistan. He's had his issues in and out of the team, mental health problems, you name it. So Moeen to be back and to be captain against kind of the ancestral country of his family's heritage was a great story. Uh, Pakistan, 158 for seven. England knocking it off six wickets and four balls to spare. And the recalled Alex Hales, who's done an awful lot of naughty things off the, off the, uh, the wicket, I can tell you in recent times, <laughs> fell out with Captain Owen Morgan as well as the result, was a complete prior of the England scene, but with various players either rested, injured or out of form, hails back, he is a good player, no one denies that, he is one of those big hitting, proper, beefy, bruising cricketers of the modern age, 53 off 40, guiding England through, and youngster Harry Brook, and he boy, got 42 not out, and uh, another of our new bowlers, Luke Wood, took three wickets, so a couple of stars for the future, yeah. a returning controversial star and a big win. Good win, yeah, well done. And on the football scene, uh, starting to be a bit of daylight between the top three and the rest in the the EPL as you now head into the international break. Yeah, absolutely. So I was at Brentford on Sunday for Brentford nil, Arsenal three, a much bigger win than anybody thought. I thought Arsenal might nick it, but they were excellent, and they've now retaken top spot in the table. Brentford surprisingly subdued that day. I'll come back to them very quickly in a second. Uh, And then, of course, that was on the back of Man City winning again against Wolves and Spurs thumping poor old Leicester, who are sticking by Brendan Rodgers because they can't afford to sack him. 6-2 in that one. Some with a hat-trick off the bench, as I'm sure a lot of you know. So those three winning again has just seen a four or five-point gap now to the rest, particularly because the big games involving, obviously, Man United and Leeds and Chelsea and Liverpool were suspended because not every match took place this week again due to policing arrangements with the state funerals. So that's where we sit now. And, yeah, international break, World Cup not too far away. The Nations League is never the biggest tournament, but for England and Wales in the World Cup, they're using it to fine-tune, get everything right. And for England, Ivan Tony, Brentford striker, brilliant story, playing for Peterborough in the third tier just a year and a half ago. He's been brilliant since he was signed and Tony has got his first international call-up at the age of 26 and probably is the backup to Harry Kane at the World Cup potentially, but we want to see what he does and I'm sure he'll get some big game time in these couple of matches upcoming against Italy and Germany and we might see how he does, but that's the good feel-good factor of what's been a great Brentford run until Arsenal stuffed them a couple of days ago. Fantastic, Russell. Love our chats. We'll chat again next Wednesday. You have a great day. Will do, mate. Always a pleasure, guys.